don't know if it's M1 or M2, whatever it is, but I heard the money supply and circulation has just doubled. Now that's going to have to lead to inflation eventually. It, it does. You know, the, the, I mean, so, so what does that do? You, you have inflation, yet you've got the cheapest travel on the planet because your fuel prices just got cut by 80%. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I saw a picture the other day uh, of uh, 15 oil tankers anchored off the, the coast of LA, uh, Los Angeles, that are full. They're just sitting there full. There's no storage capacity. Nobody's using fuel. You've got some economic factors that we've never seen before. We have a, we have a government that's willing to throw money at the fire. I mean, they're, they're like Pablo Escobar, lighting, lighting it on fire to keep their daughter warm, you know, keep the kids warm here, keep everybody happy. But at the same time, they're devaluing that dollar. You've got oil that's cheap. You're, get, you're getting 80% of your goods and goods in this country from somebody that you didn't have a great trade relationship a month ago two months ago, but you're really going to get rocky here in the next couple of weeks. What is going to happen? I mean, I, I think it, I think at this point, uh, it's anybody's guess, but how does somebody look at all the problems that you have, look at everything that's out there, not do what your podcast suggests? How do you not lose money here? So I did an analysis on an apartment building, like I said, and just to summarize, if the cap rate expands by 1%, in my analysis at least, and income, I'm talking about net operating income, not gross, uh, drops 15%. Basically, the value, according to the value formula I quoted a few minutes ago, just went down 28%. Well, for folks who have to refinance and they were already leveraged up to 75%, they're just, they just went underwater. And now it's harder. The, the credit cycles, of course, follow the psychological and other economic cycles. And so I think think there's going to be some massive foreclosures all across the board. I mean, I think some areas like self-storage and mobile home parks will have less of an impact, cell towers and data centers and medical centers, much, much less. But I think there's going to be a lot of foreclosures. And I think, you know, it might be time, Shannon, to raise a distressed debt fund and try to find banks who are looking to offload some of these properties and their notes on the property for 20 or to 50 cents on the dollar. I don't know. That's, I think that's something, uh, that's one way to prepare to make money in a time like this. And I'm going to jump over to residential very quickly. If you are in a market like Florida, Las Vegas, Scottsdale, Phoenix, or some areas of California, they have massive roller coaster swings in their residential and other property values. You know, it is almost after watching Florida go up and down like a, a you know since I was a kid in every recession and expansion I'm confident that it's possible to buy uh, to acquire a residential property a condo or a beachfront place or a condo at Disney for penny well probably a couple dimes on the dollar when this thing really gets bad in about one to two years I plan to be there one way to do that is through a lease option. If somebody's about to lose their home on the courthouse steps, you can lease option it for very low risk, very low money out of pocket, and you can just stay you back up and off will be the original mortgage if you do that. That's a great strategy to make money in answer to your question.